Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. All right, I'm going to go on a little rant here. I think there's a false dichotomy, a false choice that people keep trying to force on me, and maybe they've been forced on you, and man, I I just don't think it's true. I think there's a false dichotomy between thinking deeply and moving fast. Now, we hear the benefits of both of these things, right? But they tend to be uh, proponents of moving fast, like, listen, you don't have time to slow down, and paralysis by analysis, right? it's like, listen, you have to choose. Or it's like, no, no, listen, you can't rush into these things. You can't be reckless. You got to slow down and think. And is the thoughtful person, comma, slow person, who ends up making the better choices? Now, listen, here's the reason this is tough. Deep thinking really does have huge benefits. Guess what? So does moving fast. But it doesn't mean you have to choose. So I'm a consultant. I can't resist. I drew a little two-by-two box. uh, You know, it's one of these like four-square things. And so on the one hand, I've got uh, low speed and low thoughtfulness, right? I I move slow and I don't really think much about it. Um, Yeah, I'd I'd say this is procrastination or avoidance. Yeah, this is probably obviously bad. We don't want this. Um, But but you get this false dichotomy here. Some people think, okay, well, then the the choice is I got to move slow and have low speed, high thoughtfulness and think deeply. All right, all right. Low speed, high thoughtfulness. Yeah, I, I would call this over analysis. In its own way, it can be a form of procrastination and a way to dodge making decisions and choice because buried in this, I think, is the false assumption that you only move when you have certainty. I mean, I hate to burst your bubble, but certainty is extremely rare. I want to say uh, not realistic or impossible. There are probably a few situations I can think of, edge cases where maybe you can be certain of something. But if you really want to get into it, certainty is hard, hard, hard to find. Most of our life is making probabilistic bets. I think it's probable that this will happen. Here's the, the you can get to Bayesian rates, space rates, right? Think, okay, here's the you know 60% chance here compared to a 30% chance there. And like you start playing with this, but that's most of actual decisions in life. Even uh, physical things, most of a lot, some, some of physics we're discovering is not as quite as fixed and mechanistic, especially when you get down to the quantum level, it's probabilities. The, the base and new nature of our universe is probabilities and we lean into it. And that's not to say I don't think there's right and wrong and truth. I do. But that doesn't mean that when I'm making decisions, I have certainty for the majority of them. It's the opposite. You, sometimes you just, you get the best facts you can and when the time. On the other hand, uh, you get this other false side of the coin, right? The other ditch, uh, you have this metaphor of like you go either side of the road and you, you fall into the ditch. The other ditch is that you move fast, but you don't think much about it. I would say there's some recklessness to this. Uh, move fast and break things, right? The famous um, Facebook motor. Do you know that's not their motto anymore? As they matured, uh, they've, they've changed it. So now, oh gosh, I should have written this down beforehand, but I think it's something like 
you know, move fast uh, and learn safely and with projects. I mean, it's so a lot less uh, catchy as move fast and break things, but it's like move fast wisely and safely or something like that. So somebody let me know what they actually say, but yeah, you can get away with it for a while, but when the stakes raise and when you really want to do it well, it, yeah, don't break things. Not if you can avoid it. There are problems to that. However, however, how do you do both? That's the problem. Like, okay, cool abstract. How do you do both? And I'll just tell you the title of, of this high speed, high thoughtfulness category is what I call learning while doing. It's not learning then doing. That's, I think, where the breakdown happens, where the mistake is made, is we, we falsely separate these activities. What does deep thought require? And the mistake is that we're going to have deep thought by going away from everything sitting down with our journal or notepad or whatever your your device is and figuring out like deep thinking by yourself the, the the sage in the cave right up on the mountainside listen i take retreats a year two or three times a year i get away for a retreat to process there's a space for that but it is the exception not the norm i do 99% of my learning and thinking in motion by testing ideas against the real world i'm not moving fast, crossing my fingers and hoping something happens. I'm designing my motion as a learning experiment. Hey, I want to try this. I'm going to try that. Here's what I expect to be the outcomes. What were the actual outcomes? Let's discuss it and try the next thing. If you can merge your learning and your doing so that most of the doing stuff you got to do anyway can be arranged as hypotheses testing and new experiences to stretch on and you you bake in some reflection time with people that it becomes a learning issue, you're developing of them while they're developing you. Like there's a lot of clever ways to do this. And that's been the insight that's uh, honestly, I think changed my life. Um, oftentimes people kind of hear all the crazy stuff I'm involved in, like how in the world did you pull all that off? I, my careers and my learning and I got degrees and all this interesting stuff. If, if you don't know, I'll give you the super kind of random highlights. You know, musical theater performance degree was on NBC, right? Uh, recorded a couple of albums with music groups. Um, was a extreme sports instructor, bonus ski instructor in there while I was at it. Um, you know, did did international missions work for a little bit. I mean, like business owner and and uh, authored four, three books, fourth coming out this year. I mean, you get the point. The reason I'm trying to say it's a variety of things. And they're like, oh, I wish I had time for all that. Most of it's like the books I'm writing is about the stuff I'm already doing with my clients. I'm just capturing the lessons as I go. And eventually I have enough tested ideas that I'm like, that's legit. It works. We should probably package it into a book. Does it take time to, to actually write the flow of the book? Sure. But I'm not making up new content independent of my work. Most of my degrees, I actually figured out a way to apply the degree to the job I was doing. And I did all my degrees while I worked a job. Even college, I worked jobs. And guess where I did my extreme sports stuff? During college. I happened to go in a really cool part of the country where there's the Ozark Mountains and some really beautiful stuff. And so I paid my way through college by doing, but all my courses actually well, not all of them, many of my courses, I'd take the gen ed like most everybody. You know, I, I'm still not sure how some of those courses applied to my life, but most of them, I actually applied what I was doing. I learned what I was doing and I got better as I aged. So most of my life now, it's like my learning plan kind of is my business plan. Uh, there are a few things that don't overlap either way, but only a few. You don't have to choose between thinking deeply and moving quickly. You can design bounded experiments so you don't bet the farm every time 
and continually run tests and stretching and get exposed to new things, you can learn while you accomplish. And my gosh, the doors that open when you when you stop artificially separating these two things, your life becomes a learning lab slash success lab. And you can do a whole lot of really cool things without having to wreck your calendar or lose all your sleep over it. Think fast and move fast. Think deeply and move carefully. You can do it all if you combine them. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.